pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, good evening and welcome to One Life Left. We're a video game radio show broadcasting on Resonance 104.4 FM. My name is Steve Curran. Hello, I am Simon Byron. Hello, I'm Anne Scantlebury. Hello, guys. How's it going? Oh, I'm really, really happy and excited <laughs> to be here. How are you? Good. Are you enjoying the World Cup? I am. I just enjoyed Portugal against Germany. Germany mean business, don't they? They did. They What's German for that? 4 nil, I think. Uh, I, saw, I saw a funny picture of them all laughing right. at when the Portuguese guy got, got sent, sent off. off. Right. Uh, someone pointed out that was schadenfreude. <laughs> it, was, it was an illustrative example of schadenfreude also enjoying the cricket as well uh, England just got a draw with S- Sri Lanka very very oh exciting. it's all about the sports isn't it you're listening to <laughs> One Life Left we're a video game radio show and we talk about video games sometimes have you had good weeks and what have you been up to uh, I was at a hen party this week. oh yeah what yeah. went on there oh what goes on hen stays on hen Simon <laughs> is that right I, I mean, I've yeah, seen that I, documentary. One night I did share a room with a baby, so right. nothing too wild. That sounds like the hangover. <laughs> Things got so wild. Shared a room with a baby. Okay. Yeah, it was Where good. Where did you go? Uh, went to Brighton. Did you play video games at all? No video games. Right. Did have to play a game, though. Yeah. We had some uh, rubber ducks, and my task in this game was to get a picture of my rubber duck on the shoulder of a bouncer. Right, did you do it? Did do it indeed. Sounds quite easy. Yeah, it was really easy. Okay. <laughs> I was the first one to get mine done. Good news. Congratulations. Thanks. Uh, good week, Steve. Pretty good week, Simon. It's well, been very, very exciting. I think. Well, there's been a lot of sport, for a start. Sport? Like watching oh. sport. <clears throat> Don't go to hen parties. Not, not invited. <laughs> not after we went no. to the last one. <laughs> we steer clear of those. Uh, yeah, but it's been, it's been a good week. Been putting in lots of preparations for hashtag third stay third stay on Thursday that's been that's been exciting good playing some video games which we'll doubtless talk about later in the show what else would we do don't know Mm. well we've got an hour to kill we might as well do something should we introduce our guest good idea look it's uh, Sam Smith hello Sam from Boxface Games hello how are you I'm fine thanks for coming in Thank, thank you for letting me come in uh, are you, uh, so what's been going on with you this week? Have you, had a, have you had a nice time? I've had quite a sleepy time. I haven't been feeling very well. Oh, sorry to hear oh, that. No. Uh, Sam is the creator of the much-lauded uh, iOS game, Space Pants. You might remember it from last week's episode of One Life Left, yeah. where Anne reviewed it. I did. Going with the top score. Top score. Highest score we've ever given. Yeah. Uh, so we'll be talking to Sam about that shortly. Um, but first, shall we crack on with Anne's news? Push on. It's 7.04 on Monday the 16th of June. I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. 
Ubisoft has angered everyone by removing playable female characters from Assassin's Creed Unity. Alex Armancio, creative director at Ubisoft Montreal, told Polygon that having playable female characters is double the animations, it's double the voices, all that stuff, and double the visual assets. He later tried to temper the storm by explaining to Eurogamer that in Unity, you play this character called Arno, and when you're playing co-op, you're also playing Arno. Everybody is. One third of the team would love to react to this, but it would be just too much work. Ooh. <laughs> I like the idea that he uh, he clarifies to someone else. So after causing a, 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 a fracas on Polygon, he then goes to Eurogamer, does he? No. I didn't know. I didn't mean that was that lot. They got it wrong. They, they got it wrong. <laughs> I saw that Ubi went into media lockdown about this. Uh, other journalists were asking questions of other developers working on completely different games. So uh, what do you think about uh, female characters? And they clam up. Clam up. They wouldn't be saying saying anything. Wouldn't be allowed to. What, the Ubisoft team? No, uh, the, uh, the, clearly uh, there'd be... Oh, I see, the other Ubisoft... Di- yeah, oh, right, yeah, PR yeah, dictator saying, yeah, yeah. whatever you do, don't tell any journalists about girls. There was, um, there was a brilliant example of uh, PR speak in their, in their sort of on-the-record comment, which was uh, just dreadful, wasn't it? Explaining how they couldn't... Uh, how it wasn't no honestly it wasn't about assets and stuff like that we uh, we're sorry that you can't be a, you can't play a female character but we we look forward to welcoming you in the multiplayer world yeah there's some of you uh, yeah it's dreadful it's, it's it's awful isn't it and I thought Ubisoft was quite a forward thinking company I got the well, impression it's the fact that they'd started they'd started doing it it's not that they could even so now this it almost feels as like they're backtracking and saying like yeah but it's not a th- I mean you're playing as this one character Every, everyone's playing as the man so you don't I mean you wouldn't really be doing that anyway but they started making the female characters mm. is um, that right because this is what i hadn't heard of for, you know this was actually breaking news to me i didn't realize they had removed female characters from yeah the well they'd started doing it and then they were like whoa whoa hold- this is going to be quite a lot have of you work. seen how much work this is all, all of the different bits that girls have <laughs> i mean an extra arm i mean got to do some bump mapping the truth <laughs> That's good. Thanks. That's, I mean, it's a solid technical <laughs> game developer joke there, wasn't it? The, yeah. the truth is, so I've heard, I've heard like a lot of people talking about this going, oh, yeah, they found out they'd, they'd have to, you know, map all the extra bits on girls' bodies and stuff like that. <laughs> it's, that isn't exactly how it would have worked. And I can, having been on the inside of the development process, see how a decision like this is made. And it is, you know, purely financial. They don't want to annoy anyone. They understand part of their audience yeah. would love to buy into this, but they've done some sums and they've gone, well, we've got to have a bearded male character in there, maybe four of them, uh, and that'll get us great revenue. I think the really distressing thing about all of this is that they didn't think of this in the first yeah. place. Yeah. Um, and all of the backpedalling has been kind of one poor backpedal into a bucket and then standing <laughs> on a rake uh, one bad bad decision after the next um, they've very you know when they should have just fronted up at the start and gone yeah we have Money. screwed up here mm. uh, and we made a financial led decision and it was a bad one um, so do we think they will reverse this decision or not do you think well they add DLC with it is that it, that's just what they'll do DLC you can't you can't call women that <laughs> 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 New acronym. <laughs> Nordic Games has won an auction of THQ titles and has acquired the THQ trademark with the intention of releasing games under it. Speaking to Polygon, General Manager Clemens Kruse explained that many people were surprised by who had won the auction because they hadn't heard of Nordic Games before. He also asked for patience from fans of the newly acquired titles, such as Darksiders and Red Faction, while they decide what to do with the games. Now everybody knows who Nordic Games are, and it turns out you can buy yourself popular. Didn't Nordic Games do those karaoke titles? They yeah. did, yes. We Sing. Was it we Sing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've, we I've know, done, we know, we know them very well. well. I've, I've done a lot of work with uh, Nordic Games. Yeah. Good, they're good people. Do you think we could get one of those titles if we're pals with them? <laughs> what? Just give what? us one of the less popular ones. I don't know. What have they got left? They've got Red Faction and Darkseid, as you yeah. said. Is there anything else? Because I know some of the titles were sold separately, weren't they? At a big auction when THQ went under. I think, yeah, the, um, the titles in development went elsewhere and then the catalogue titles I think went to Nordic Games Right. Okay. I, I don't know that for and sure, it, I believe that to be the but case. But they're going to be doing something with them They've said they are they? I'm going to look up what THQ owns and we can talk about that later in the show, how we'd reinvent them especially since we've got a game designer on the show Yeah, so Sam does, do, uh, do, the, do the three letters THQ mean, mean much to you? Yes, because they made some games that I play with my brothers, like Red Faction not the campaign because that's sweary and boring but 
the multiplayer where you can blow stuff up. So you think we should try and acquire the multiplayer, yeah, not the down, campaign, yeah, exactly. right? That downside. Yeah. Okay. That's um, okay. And uh, do you know what THQ stands for? No. Stands for totally high quality. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it uh, it's toy headquarters, I believe. Oh, that's better. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> there were some pictures going around on Reddit, weren't there, of uh, of a company that moved into THQ's old offices. Oh, and yeah. And so all the all the abandoned awards that meant so much meant so much to some people just left. They could have just sent them to us. We will take <laughs> literally any award. <laughs> Mojang's Marcus Notch Pearson has responded to fans who have named the company literally worse than EA after it changed Minecraft's end-user agreement. The agreement says that people can't make money off anything that would affect gameplay. He explained that players can charge for server access, accept donations, include in-game advertising or sponsorship, and sell in-game items that don't affect gameplay, but, he said, swords, invincibility potions, and man-eating pigs are not. We want all players to be presented with the same gameplay features, whether they decide size pay or not is this a world in which we now live is it where you a man cannot make money <laughs> selling man-eating pigs selling a man-eating pig <laughs> who'd have thought that notch what have you done to the so world so presumably somebody was trying to make money out selling a man-eating pig were they yeah i mean i think it's in game but i also you know I this want... seems quite ill-defined to me affect gameplay how do they decide what affects gameplay they said stuff like hats <laughs> i mean what, i don't do know they do maybe don't Affect game. Like, you can sell a hat, but you cannot sell a sword. What about a man-eating hat? What if the hat? Right. What if the hat has like a veil on front of it? So like it that cut, would affect. Would it? No. Right. What if, if it had it... corks? Oh, on it's a it, mess. Like a crocodile Dundee hat. <laughs> no, no. If it was a veil, right? Okay. If you're selling a veil in game, then that's the potential to get married. Yeah. And that affects people. Seems to me that a hat <laughs> can affect gameplay. You know, if you're wearing a hat in a game, maybe if I'm wearing a hat in Minecraft and I see you, you might wander by me. I'm and if like, I wasn't wearing the hat, you might go, "Ooh, nice hat!" <laughs> Can you not whistle? <laughs> not really. It turns really? out. No. It's a, that's a blow, isn't it? Oh, I can't whistle. Um, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what I'm saying. If, Oh, well oh, yeah. done. <laughs> so, uh, but but my point... Some the builders slide. have just poked their head <laughs> the no, I, 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 You know, I have quite a serious point there, that yeah, anything sorry, no, does affect gameplay. Even like a, you know, theoretically superficial outfit affects the way you play the game and affects the way other people perceive you in the game and affects the gameplay, surely. But I, I admire what they're doing. I think what they're saying is anything that you can use to advance yourself, anything that you could use as a weapon against other people, anything that you... That you could unfair, you could give yourself unfair advantage in a war situation. What by looking sexier? <laughs> it's not a war situation. <laughs> 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 Breaking Bad actor Aaron Paul's appearance in an Xbox One advert has been breaking Xbox Ones not very badly. The ad in which handsome Paul turns on his console using voice commands has been turning on viewers' consoles by triggering their Connect voice sensor, much to their annoyance. This could have all been easily solved if they had reshot the end of the commercial to have Breaking Bad's Aaron Paul say, drugs are bad, Xbox off. Right, two things. Yeah. First up, that's our joke. We've been yep. doing that joke yeah, for doing, ages, yep, yep. Xbox off. Still funny. <laughs> Xbox on. I felt genuinely sad when I saw this commercial. And, and this is my second point. What a terrible advert. Mm. Why would he agree to do it? Well, well I guess money. He should yeah. be having work. Well, surely his, <laughs> surely his agent could get him better work than that. It's the way he says, yo. Oh, yes. It's terrible. Yeah, it did make me feel sad. Hmm. I mean, now, now I am sad. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you want me to whistle to make you feel better? No, I don't know. Yeah, it's um, and and I mean, it's funny, isn't it, that uh, people's Xboxes are being turned on and off, and yeah, I, think... I mean, but even not funny enough to make me happy <laughs> about it anymore. <laughs> Sam, have you got an Xbox One? No. No. Why not? Because I have a PlayStation Four. Okay, so it's one or the other for you. Yes. Um, we should have brought you in on the Minecraft story, incidentally. Um, because uh, you showed my son Minecraft for the first time when we were up at your house a couple of years ago. Uh, are you still playing it? Yes, a bit. Have you encountered a man-eating pig? No, but there are silly 
like death matches battles you can have on servers where you could pay for a, a man-eating pig, okay. maybe. Are there, any op- are there any opportunities for us, though? Because it's quite popular, I understand, Minecraft. And so if you're able to sell things, what could we be doing? You could sell hats, apparently. Okay. Anything <laughs> else? Well, now with the new end-user agreement, you can't sell anything <laughs> other than hats. Just hats, okay. Oh, okay. Just hats in Minecraft. That's how we're going to make our millions, guys. And finally, stick your watchdogs, shove your Mario Kart and blow any other indie game that thinks it's got a shot at Game of the Year. One Life Left's unbiased favourite, Up, Down, Left, Right, was released this week. The action puzzler is available for free on Android with an iOS version in the pipeline. Speaking exclusively to One Life Left, developer Simon Byron revealed that he is well on his way to becoming the next indie dev millionaire, saying, As of 4.39pm today, six days and nine hours after it was originally released, my total advertising revenue for Up, Down, Left, Right stands at £7.92. I will be the next... Next, Mike Bissell. With fighting talk like that, we believe him. Come on. Is this an advertisement feature? It looks that way, doesn't it? <laughs> Give you an update. Tell you how much I've made today. Estimated earnings, £1.10 today. For doing nothing. For, nice. just, do, for just hitting refresh. <laughs> so that's, I've been paid to do that. Hey, yeah. I was scrolling through the new apps oh, on, yeah. on Android, and I saw you in the charts. Was I? Yeah, you were in the charts. You were like number 53 or something. You were in the hit parade. Wow, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you for your kind review. And you were, made me laugh. <laughs> you were featured in The Guardian. Was featured in The Guardian. Yeah, it's been... So, uh, we, we can't talk about it because we've got actual guests. Oh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, I put my game out last week and it was very exciting and it's doing okay. Although the, uh, the average score has just dipped, before, dipped below four. Oh. I know. It's been really interesting seeing the behind-the-scenes stuff and seeing that there are people that just go around leaving one-star reviews for everything. I was quite pleased that uh, huh. me, yeah, me and... Uh, EA were getting one stars off people, <laughs> not the same people, and game off and stuff. Yeah, no, it's good. It's, yes, it's How long till uh, iOS? Don't know. I was having a chat about that before <laughs> before the show, actually. We might, you, we, uh... might, we might reach an agreement with some friends of ours. <laughs> 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 Who knows? Yes. Um, yeah, it's been good. Thanks. Thanks for that, that Anne. No worries. I'm going to watch for the sales spike now. <laughs> you should do. You've made the news. One life left video game news with Anne Scantleberry. This is One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM with the oldest video game radio show in the world. <laughs> they can't take that away from us. Collectively, if you add our ages together, are we also the oldest? We, we don't need to. We've already, we've already beaten them oh, on right. the oldest. Okay, yes. We've only two oldest. So I've been looking at THQ's titles, the titles that we think we might be able to buy. Okay. So here are the ones that, uh, that caught my eye. By caught my eye, I mean begin with A. <laughs> All-Star Cheer Squad. Oh! And the sequel, All-Star Cheer Squad 2. Hmm. Now, is that male or female cheerleaders? Because oh, yeah, we don't I want to, hear that the, the We don't want a lot of work to do, do we? Bit too much hard work. <laughs> okay, uh, if that's too much work, what about American Girl, Julie Finds a Way? Or the sequel, American Girl, Julie Saves the Eagles. Oh, I like that one better. I want to say some eagles as Julie. Okay, well, we could write to our friends at Nordic Games. Uh, what about Big Mother Truckers? Or the sequel, no. Big Mother Truckers 2. No, no. Too much room for bad. Yeah. Bad. Bad. Puns from uh, journalists. Oh, journos. De Blob. Remember De Blob? Yeah. Yeah, De Blob's People there. seem to like that. Sam likes De Blob. Well, I played De Blob. 
Oh, did you like it? I played it against my brother's How can we make it better? You can make more colours, because it's a game about splashing colours everywhere. Easy, we can do that. Destroy all humans. Remember yeah, that? I want to do that. There's an awful lot of licenses here. Destroy I think all we... humans. Could we maybe team up with... Um, what's it? What's my favourite game? What's it called, Steve? Rezogun. Rezogun. Destroy mm. all humans and save the last human. Ooh, they made the official Pass the Pigs game. Oh, excellent. For iOS. Red Faction, Pride FC, Fighting Championships, The Punisher, the game. Well, you know, I've got... Uh, eight quid off up down left right so you know Pretty sure we can get one of those yeah easy easy uh, just I think that's basically it Stalker I'm sure they sold Stalker already to something someone else Summoner yeah, Supreme yeah, Commander yeah. Uh, that's probably about it Unfabulous that sounds good. Unfabulous. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Don't do anything with that. All right, uh, you're listening to One Life Life. We play chip tune and try to acquire dead IP from <laughs> defunct games companies. <laughs> uh, this song is. Uh, I have lost the page that this song is written on, unfortunately. So I guess. Let's we'll, go back to it. We'll never know. Oh no, I found it. it. This song is Mike Bleeds and Sagittarius. It's from chipmusic.org, and you can find this and many, many other brilliant songs there. You should go and download it, listen to it. And curate your own playlist. <laughs> Sam! Hello. Thanks for coming in. Yes. <laughs> You're right to be cautious, Sam. He's probably going to try and catch you out. Uh, so, Boxface Games, congratulations on your first release. Thank you. How's that gone? It's gone very well. So we should explain here, uh, you are, you're younger than our average guests. Yes. I believe. How old are you? I'm 12. 12 years old and you've made your first game. Yes. Congratulations. How old were you when you released your first game, Simon? I was 42. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how did that come about then? So you, yes, tell us about the, uh, why you're making games and stuff. Well, we've made a game before this. We never released it. It was called Dig, Dig, Dig. That was our chance to make all the mistakes you're supposed to make when making a game so we can make as few as possible this time around. Yeah, I sort of... Um, I, I didn't skip... Sorry, yeah, I, I skipped that stage and just published my mistakes. <laughs> yeah. So you made Dig, Dig, Dig. So so what, so, so um, you're, you're... I saw on the website, this is you're a 12-year-old boy who makes games instead of going to school. Is that correct? Yes. So uh, come, how does that work then? And why couldn't I do it? Because you've already gone to school, but fair point. Yeah, I suppose. But uh, so, so yeah. So you're so, so so. How are you? How are you doing this? What's going on? Well, I'm being taught a bit at home, and then school was just too much for me for many reasons. So I decided to instead stay at home and make games. I mean, to be fair, Simon, you went to school and you did woodwork. <laughs> I did do woodwork. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not that much yeah. difference. <laughs> you could have made you could have made up down left right in wood. Yeah. <laughs> Age 12. If only. So, uh, how did the idea for Space Pants come about, come about? I wanted a game where you could run up walls, because <laughs> running up walls is fun. Okay. Can you it's actually fun. run up walls? Yes, because they're Space Pants. No, but you... can you? How do no. you know it's fun, then? Because it looks like it would be fun. Ah, okay. But it is fun, <laughs> by all accounts. It got a up. 7 out of 10 yeah. on yeah. last week's but show. some people can actually run up walls. Do you think anybody would try and live action? Oh, those play? parkour chaps. Yeah. Mm. That would be wonderful. So tell us about Space Pants. What do you have to do in it? It's a two-dimensional game, and it's an endless runner. I could say Cannibalt, but it's not Cannibalt, because uh-huh. you're only in one room and you're running round and round and around the room, and enemies are appearing and trying to kill you. Right. It's really tough, Sam. It is tough. Why did you make it so tough? I didn't think I did when I was making it. That's the peril of making games, isn't it? Suddenly you find yourself you're the best in the world at it, and everyone else is terrible, and it's their fault, not yours. <laughs> So uh, how did you how did you make it? I made it in Game Maker. Right, that's what I made up down the fight in. It's uh, it's yes. pretty handy, isn't it? Yes. So and you you started from scratch. Did you have any coding experience? I, I made Dig Dig Dig. That's it. Okay, so Dig 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 was your first one. So what did you learn during Dig Dig Dig? That uh, I learned that apparently you shouldn't use blocks in Game Maker, which is a bit of a slightly complicated thing. Blocks. You know. Uh, where you where you can set code blocks yep. and that that does all the code for you. Uh-huh. You can also either just set movement blocks that isn't code, and those are really inefficient and should never be touched. Okay, I've just learned some stuff there. I'm going to have to go back and make my code more efficient, <laughs> shall I? <laughs> uh, so, um, dig dig dig. Uh, how far did you get? Did you finish it? No. Okay. Yeah, we didn't release it, but it was it was a test, and it used random generation of the world. Uh huh. And it was two-dimensional. Right. And it also gave me my first experience of actually drawing sprites. Okay. So you're the artist on your game as well? I am, I am the artist. How do you find that? I find it fun. 
Really? I, so you, you, you're, a, you're an everyman, you can do everything. <laughs> yes, I used ASE Sprite, which is great, because it's only designed for drawing pixels. I saw you pimping that on Twitter today. Yes, it's, it was just updated after two years, right. so it's quite exciting. And do you do the audio as well? No, that was, that was my dad, I'm mm. afraid. Was it? Yeah. Okay, then it was me then. <laughs> I really liked, I liked the music on it. Yeah. yeah. It's, I thought, I mean, we all agreed it was the perfect mobile game. You only need two thumbs to play it. Because um, it, that's all we've got. That's all we've got. It's good. Um, yeah, super tough. I'm, I'm not particularly good at it. But uh, yeah, it, and, and the reaction has been brilliant from, from, from what I've seen. Yes, it's been fantastic. So, so what's happened to you since you launched it? So, what, so to explain the feeling of finishing a game and then putting it on the store. Uh, so it's, it's on iOS at the moment? Yes, and we're doing an Android version soon. Okay. So with iOS, the, the publishing, you actually get some notice. Don't you? you have to submit it to, uh, to Apple to be approved and then... Yes, it wasn't approved because they fig- they couldn't figure out how to make it work. Idiots. <laughs> 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 so uh, the first day you launched it, uh, how, was, how was that? It was good. It hasn't sold as well as it has now because it was because just family buying it. And then actually we got people like Mike Biffle's attention. Okay. And that sold most of the copies it, of the game. He was a strong supporter of yours, wasn't he? He was. He tweeted about 20 times. Yes. And so and so, and so, so what happened then? So once Biffle got on board? Every, everything. All the things happened. Okay. <laughs> See, I'm thinking, Sam, that, I mean, you're a listener to One Life Left, aren't you? Yes. Yes. So you'll know that we made Mike Biffle. Yes. Like, and if Mike Biffle made you, that sort of makes you our grandchild. <laughs> wow. Wow. So um, congratulations yeah, exactly. for, for, being, for being part us, of yeah. the One Life Left family. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, so what's been the most exciting part then? Because uh, I noticed you were at the, the Guardian did a piece on you, didn't they? Has, yes. Has anybody else spoken to you? Um. The Guardian, mostly. Okay. What about Polygon? Mike Bithell seemed very keen that they speak to you. Yeah, they, they ignored us. Did they? What? Yeah. Do you want us to add them to the list? Yeah, we can, can do. We can do that right, right now, now if you want. Uh, so, what, yeah, so what, what else happened? Who, who else have you met? And well, we've, met, we've met Mike Bithell. Yeah. And we've spoken to people like Dan, what's his name? Yeah, Dan him. Marshall. Dan Marshall. Dan Marshall, okay. I think it was. He's all right. And didn't you meet some of the Unity chaps? No. Was it <laughs> Mark Rain? Mark Rain. Mark Rain. He did Unreal. Unreal. Engine. Unreal sorry, I Come don't. On, Simon. Rival rival middlewares. <laughs> Ian Livingston. Ian Ian Livingston, who we met at Develop, which was where we did the first presentation of Space Pants. Maybe okay. he was trying to acquire the rights to Space Pants for a fighting fantasy book. Maybe. Yeah, but you'd be very wary of him. Yeah. And um, it was also played by uh, the Vlambeer guys. Was it? Did you mention? We we got we got Terry Cavana. Oh yeah, he played it and then he tweeted about it and then ignored us again. <laughs> <laughs> On I'm, the list. That's one of the good people at Chucklefish Games as well. Yes. Excellent. Great support. So what's been um so what's good, what's next for you? Are you working on the Android version? Yes. So how how far how far away is that going to be? Leaderboards have just started working. Have they? And we okay. realised you. I can't will see you at the, the bottom of them. <laughs> so we we've realised that we can't display the achievements. So once that's done. The games uh, pretty much can be released. Right. The achievement problem because they'll pop up as soon as you get them. It's that, just that's se- distracting it's, you. It's a separate interface to the leaderboards, but we haven't had the problem because we've made them display okay. once you completed the level. Good thinking. Died. And then, um, and then, and then, what's next? I don't know. We're making a game about robots. Okay. Is that an exclusive? Excellent. Brilliant. What's it yes. called? It's <laughs> no. <Not that. laughs> uh, what colour is it? Grey. <gasps> exclusive. Exclusive. Life left exclusive. Well, excellent. You're going to stick around for the rest of the show. Congratulations on everything you've done so far. Uh, really looking forward to what you come up with uh, next. I think we all, yeah, we all really enjoyed Space Pants. Um, just make it a little easier next time, eh? <laughs> Hello, I'm Sega Badawi and welcome to One Life Left Local News. The King's Speech was heard by Parliament today and there was some interesting news for fans of inventory systems. The King of All Cosmos said that there would be a charge of 5 rupees for each person who had a method of carrying unlimited items. Guybrush Freepwood and other members of the Adventurers Alliance said that this was unfair and would involve lots of backtracking to solve puzzles. However, Chris Redfield and Ada Wong retorted that restrictions on inventory added a layer of challenge that enhanced the thrill of the adventure. 
The king of all cosmos also said that carrying everything on an external Katamari ball would be exempt from this tariff as you can see everything rather than have it hidden in a non-existent backpack. Thanks and back to your usual programming. So many letters this week. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for your correspondence. Uh, We're going to have to crack through them. Sam Collins says, uh, sorry, sorry, missed the start of the new OLL series. Uh, He's three weeks behind already. He says uh, he really enjoyed the reporting on E3 last week, and not just for the big games announcements, but also for the smaller UK devs getting some well-deserved attention. The diversity of games announced is in stark contrast to the paucity of innovation shown in the music industry, where having wavy hair or wavy voice and an out-tuned guitar is all it takes to be the next big thing. It's just a shame that we don't celebrate our games industry rock stars as well as the music industry does. Do we need an OLL campaign to showcase and elevate our leading games developers? Many thanks, Sam Collins. Do we? Well, we could do that, couldn't we? I think we've already shown the power of OLL. We elevated Bithel. Look at him now. Let's, let's it was confirmed today. Um, ours was the first audio interview with Mike Bithel. Mm-hmm. And it's audio that counts. It is audio that counts. Keith Stewart had got there before us um, through various means. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we could do that. Yeah, we made Bithel. We could make you. Who should we make next after we've made Sam? Interesting. Maybe we could do an X Factor style. <gasps> uh, oh, brilliant. OLL Factor. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Mm. Dear team and special... Oh, were you going on something? No, go on. Dear team and special guests, I played Metal Gear Solid Ground Zeroes at the weekend and came across this quote. Very mild spoiler coming up. I have no country, no language. I have no face, but I haven't lost my skull. (laughs) I don't know what voice that was. I've not played Ground Zeroes. It's just not my voice. (laughs) What is your favourite piece of dialogue in a video game, whether thoughtful or throwaway? Thanks, John. P.S. Can you play some old Do You Invert songs, please? We should do that soon, should we? Ben, if you write some new songs. Okay, favourite quotes from video games. I'll be easy just to say uh, Jason, wouldn't it? Jason would be the obvious one. The most memorable, I guess, from Heavy Rain. Um, Well, I mean, it was really funny when Boyfriend Maker came out with all of the ridiculous dialogue. Mm. That was funny, but it wasn't memorable. It was throwaway. You can't. We can't turn it off in space pants. That was that was great. <laughs> Memorable. Yes. <laughs> in space pants out now. Yes. <laughs> You've got the hang of this, Sam. Uh, ahoy there, uh, good ship. One life left. It turns out that rewriting the John Barnes rap to be about Pac-Man is easy, although the rest of the song is more tedious. Uh, what's not easy is up, down, left, right, up, down, left, right, up, down, which is uh, currently fulfilling its super hexagon-like property of my score going down the more I play. Damn you, Simon Byron. Damn you to Hull. Yours, Robert Wells. P.S. Sam, how goes the Android port of Space Pants? Can't wait to play. We covered that. It's get- yes, it's going well. Thanks. Go. That was Robert. Weasel Spoon, was wasn't Weasel it? Spoon. Contractually, he has to be in every episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and is he coming along on Thursday? I think so, yeah. Good news. Samuel Wilkinson. Third day. Samuel Wilkinson writes Dear One Life Left Squad. Now E3's over, please tell me, was it worth it? Did learning about the new video games that still won't be out for ages really do anything to advance our lives? Right now I'm miffed I won't be able to play Star Wars Battlefront 3 for ages yet. I didn't need that in my life. Now I'm stuck running around my back garden with a stick shouting pew, 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 and pretending to shoot stormtroopers. It's just not the same. Your podcast listening fully, Sam. Yeah, uh, there are few games coming out this year it seems said this at the time here's how you do e3 you do not watch the conferences live you go to bed early you have a nice sleep you wake up in the morning you catch up over five minutes and say oh that's nice i'm excited about those and you don't go crazy if you are in la definitely don't watch the conferences at a venue watch them from your hotel room spend a few minutes on the show floor and then go and have a nice drink at the figueroa hotel sam have you got a letter yes it says, hello team and super special guest. That's you. Apparently games are, n- are now all about verisimilitude and being realistic and stuff, but there are experiences they could never hope to replicate, like eating a nice meal. So team and super special guest, which gaming experiences related to food do you, do you remember most fondly? Or fading that, in games with a narrative element, which, to you, had the most memorable dining scenes. Thank you very much, John. Thanks, John. John. 
Easy for me. Burger time. No. No. Oh, you're, of you're, you're, not. Yes. What? You don't, you don't like burgers, do you? No. <laughs> I do. Vegetarian burgers. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, definitely Parappa the Rapper. Cheap, cheap. Oh, the yes. cooking chicken. Yes. Fantastic level. Uh, the breakfast scene at the start of Fahrenheit was pretty tense, wasn't it? In the diner there. First use of split screen in a video game. I'm, I'm confused. Do you like David Cage games? I do, yes. You Although I've, do. I've, not, I've not played Beyond Two Souls. Okay. All right. I, I, I couldn't remember. Okay. Sam, do you have a If you don't like it, I do. I think, <laughs> I think that's broadly speaking the rule, isn't it? We, when, sure. when there were three of us, yeah. we used to have that rule. I'm not sure how I feel about them. The three of us and one Anne, I should say. Yeah. Like, David Cage games. Yeah, they're annoying. I, uh, yeah, I, 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 I like the fact that he exists. I just, I, are, these, are they one of the things you like to be annoyed by? Uh, I didn't get annoyed by Heavy, uh, heavy Wayne. I didn't get annoyed by Fahrenheit. Okay. Um, yeah. I played the... What was the other one called? The Indigo... It was called... No. Uh, Nomad Soul. Oh, that was not weird. <laughs> uh, any more? Yeah, let Sam answer the question. I played Cooking Mama when I was younger than now. That's my <laughs> most memorable experience of eating food in video games. Perfect. Uh, hello, okay. team. Possibly plus a super special guest. Uh, I've been thinking a bit too long about the new Angry Birds and Transformers mashup. Why are the birds being the Autobots when the majority of flying Transformers are actually Decepticons? For instance, Starscream, Astrotrain, Cyclonus and Thrust are all evil, but only really Jetfire on the Autobot side flies, and he was originally a Decepticon anyway. If you read this letter out on air, then I know you were really stuck for letters and I can only apologise to the listeners. Sorry, listeners. Cheerio, Ben. Thanks, Ben. Is that the end of the letter? I've got a couple more. We should, uh, Jonathan, are you going to read one out? Okay, well, I need to start the letter We should explain again. that uh, Jonathan is um, Sam's father. That's, yes. That's who we, hello, welcome to the show. Which makes me your nephew. Son, son, son. Thank you. This is from Steve Owen. Hello, Steve Owen. Uh, he says, I've also been playing Mario Kart 8 in the last week, so I enjoyed Sam or Steve reviewing it last week. It's quite unusual that I get to play anything that's new because I'm too tight to pay full price for anything. <laughs> so that's why I'm so unduly excited that I've been playing something around about the same time that someone reviewed it. It really is fabulous. So... I found Sam or Steve's review a little harsh, giving it just 7 out of 10. I would have thought it probably deserved an extra point. However, Steve or Sam did fail to point out that the big change is that you can't hold your current power-up out of the back of your cart and pick up a second power-up in readiness. It's a massive step back for Mario Kart. I agree. So after careful consideration, 7 out of 10 was spot on, thanks to the great shows and the rubbish ones too. <laughs> thanks, Steve. Uh, have you bought a Wii U yet? I have not. Uh, it's getting closer for me. Really? Yeah. Bob Mallet writes... I uh, just have yours when you're bored. Yeah, sorry. Bob Mallet writes... Uh, he's, he's given us a load of questions and rants. I'm just going to do the highlights. Um, so, quick answers, please. Dear team and super special guests, he says, question number four is, why the heck is there a job title of head of, head of Sony Worldwide Studios Dash America? American job titles are all weird. Question number six is, just how good is Mike Bithell? Sam? He's brilliant. Question seven is, why can't I play No Man's Sky now? I don't care if it's finished. It looks good enough as it is. I want to play it now. Sometimes you just have to wait. Eight. How can the people who developed the parental controls for the PlayStation sleep at night knowing what they've done? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. Finally, ask, what's the worst swear you are allowed to use on air? Anything as long as it's biological. Very good. Thank you all so much for writing to us this week. If you have any... Do you think we used to get more of a response when we used to ask people a sort of topic of the week? No. (laughs) (laughs) Although we did have some correspondence from... um, That was a very polite email that came in today from that lady um, who uh, does guides. Was she from Titan Books? Yes. She was, yeah. Hello, hello, Titan Books. Um, I don't think any of us... Well, she, she listens to the show for the first time. Uh, the weekend, so she doesn't understand the etiquette that she needs to. She needs to email one of us. Otherwise, n- otherwise we will do. The three of us collectively will do nothing about nothing. it. Um, but she wanted to offer some uh, some some prizes, didn't she? She did. Uh, so if you're listening from Titan Books, <laughs> hello. <laughs> email Anne, and she'll sort out the, the competition correspondence with you.
One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. This is Motion Ride and Drones. It's a cover of something, presumably also called Drones, uh, and it's available at chipmusic.org. It's excellent. You curated the music last week, didn't you, Simon? Yes, in the loosest possible sense that actually the definition of what I did is far from curated. (laughs) But maybe that's just your style of curation. Maybe. Maybe. Interesting. Uh, I had another look at the THQ uh, list. It's Mr. Pants. (laughs) We could have the sequel to Space Pants. <laughs> it's Mr. Space Pants. We could acquire that acquire that license for you if, you if you want, Sam. Are you interested? I think I'm fine, thank you. I don't want to have to make a sequel to Space Pants. Do you not? No, not at all. Can we make a sequel to it? No. <laughs> I didn't like the little chuckle he gave no, us. Of course we couldn't. No. He's seen our output <laughs> and he knows that as a 12-year-old he's, he's already significantly better than us. So it must have been quite exciting hitting go on your game, Simon, the, the, the publish button. It was, yeah. It was it was a relief. Uh, it's the first time I've done anything like that. So, um, yeah, it was good. Um, what's interesting about... So it, it's opened up a whole new world to me, the, the back end of Google Play. You can see how many people have installed and how many people have then subsequently uninstalled. Really? <laughs> it's roughly a third of, uh, of people that didn't get on with it. Uh, yeah, because it's quite a difficult game. Um, so And it was made deliberately so but I've also really you know we, we talked uh, um, earlier about uh, having access to stats and um, how you become obsessed with them we were talking before the show about this and um, for a couple of days I was just tapping on the leaderboard just seeing how many scores have been registered on the leaderboard and watching it creep up and then yeah uh, seeing people um, climb the leaderboard I've seen some people get obsessed with the game which is exactly what I wanted so those that have sort of got into it and then have really stuck around and I have to say some of the scores that have been posted are exceptional I genuinely did not believe we would get scores into 600s a lot of video games have trouble with people hacking leaderboards Hmm. is that all governed by Android I believe I hope so right okay (laughs) yeah um, because I saw on Watch Dogs for example uh, all of their I think they've got a hacking minigame in there or something and the scores were immediately 999999999 which I guess is the point I don't I don't know so I just wondered like clearly indie developers don't have the resources the same resources as Ubisoft although we've heard Ubisoft's resources are quite stretched but they've freed yeah, up exactly. some by eliminating I mean, 50% you, they of they the can population they make you half a leaderboard <laughs> the other half's too complicated so yeah I just I, I guess it must be handled at the back end by Android yeah so you, you log in with your, your Google Play account mm. and then it's sort of yeah you just do function display leaderboard interesting are like you that. expecting clones? bracket zero um, no, I don't, I'm not expecting clones. I don't think it's. Uh, I don't think it's quite there yet. So you weren't exhibiting at E3 this year. I was not. No, you chose not to. I. I yeah. Uh, yes. So deliberately. I did release it. I released during. it uh, during E3 and also on the day that Candy Crush 2 soft launched. <laughs> so, um, wow, you weren't giving yourself an easy time. No, were you? exactly. But I thought you know this. I thought it's best to find out the worst that it could be. <laughs> so that's what I thought. <laughs> so, Were yeah. you not tempted to call it up, down, left, right, candy, crush? No, we saw it. <laughs> Tag on to yeah. that, that. Up, down, left, right saga. <laughs> <laughs> that would have worked. Yeah, uh, but there was a lot going on at E3, wasn't there? It really was. So uh, press conferences in order. Microsoft. They, oh, that happened at the end, didn't it? Sorry, Sam. That happened at the end of our, our last show. It that did. was yeah. going on yes. during yeah. our last show. So, What did you think of it, Sam? I didn't think it was very good. No? I didn't really like the people presenting it either. Oh. That yeah. is important. You On have the to plus like... side, Cuphead. On the plus side, Dad really enjoyed Cuphead. <laughs> I was slightly confused by it because I didn't live in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you did it! Oh, owned. Oh. I mean, to be fair, he could have said the 70s there for Jonathan, <laughs> couldn't he? But, uh, wow. Uh, yeah, I, I, we, so we missed it, didn't we? I just saw pictures of... Um, well, that's the best thing to do, yeah. is to miss it and pictures then catch him up. wearing a Limbo t-shirt yeah. at the end of it. There was, what is up with Limbo? Is it going to be in colour? Apparently. Well, the, the first thing they announced was that Threes was going to come on uh, Xbox One, wasn't it? Oh, no. Which I think we, we mentioned last week. We did. Uh, and then we moved to Sony, which I didn't see. Oh, no, there was Ubisoft in between, wasn't there? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and what oh, no, was it Ubisoft or was it EA? It was, it was both. EA, okay. it was Xbox, EA, and then something else. Thank goodness somebody knows what yeah, went thanks on. Thanks for paying attention, <laughs> Sam. Uh, so what, what did you think of both of those, Sam? I thought EA had a bit where the presenter went, all of the feels, and that was really awkward. 
<laughs> wow. Okay, some advice for you there. Don't use that particular expression. And it was just after they had a five-minute thing about people remembering old games, <laughs> which was also not very uh, Sam, good. Sam, just, just to help us out, if we're not going to be using all of the feels, what expression should we be using <laughs> to say, you know, we're emotional about You should things? just move on to the next thing. Don't, right. don't show any emotions don't, because emotions that's weakness. No emotion <laughs> underlined. Exactly. Okay. Uh, so we had we had Ubi's press conference where they showed off Unity. Yep, and the division, the order. I, I sort of lose track of what their mm, games are. They're Ubisoft games, yeah. aren't they? Far Cry Four. Far Cry Four, which had been leaked, hadn't it already? So, well, I think Ubisoft actually announced it directly before E3, and okay. then they showed it. Right. Checkmate. Yeah. <laughs> I think it have been leaked. And then EA were uh, all about FIFA and not a lot else, were they? They, You could play as... I've completely forgotten his name. I think it was Bruce Lee in their new boxing game. Oh, yeah. 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 Did EA respond to our criticism of, sort of FIFA and the omission of World Cup mode and not tournament co- yeah, mode? Yeah, remained silent on really that thing. Yeah. Didn't yeah. mention it on stage. Right. Need to get on to David Rutter. And then finally, Sony... At 2am, I think they started, didn't they? Yeah, no one really watched Sony because they were all asleep by then. Yeah, and um, the feeling was they didn't have quite as strong a showing as last year. Well, they had Grand Theft Auto V on PS4. Right, and and, and Xbox, though, as well. Yes, but they didn't say that there's actually going to be exclusive content for the PlayStation 4. Okay, is that important, do you think? No. I mean, I'm annoyed, actually, because... <laughs> I bought um, I bought the Fant um, sort of Grand Zeros uh, on PlayStation Four, and that uh, at the time had the exclusive Deja Vu missions, which apparently are bits of uh, the original Metal Gear Solid recreated in Ground Zeroes tech. And I'm like, oh, great, great! I love that game. I want to play it again. But apparently, you need to un- you have to play Ground Zeroes for like a few times over and to get specific achievements in it in order to unlock this exclusive PlayStation content, which mm. is no longer exclusive. Mm, well, I have tiresome. nothing to say on that because I haven't played Ground Zeroes. Okay. Yeah, stop trying to trap him, Simon. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Hold well on. Uh, then, <laughs> then Nintendo's press conference, which everyone lost their minds over, didn't they? Everyone well, was super excited. So Nintendo just let everybody else get on with it, didn't they? Said, hey, we're not doing a live press conference. We're going to do a pre recorded video. Yeah. So they did it. They delivered it as a Nintendo Direct and. Uh, Crikey. And they announced a lot of games for 2015 that mm. everyone's very excited about. New Zelda looks good, doesn't it? Open with Zelda Skyrim, apparently. No? I'm, I'm done with Zelda. And that's not Zelda's fault, it's mine. Oh. Well, because I am bored of going to a dungeon and getting the boomerang and then doing a dungeon that involves getting the boomerang, getting the hookshot at the end of it. And but the last was... one, they, they said you could do any time. It was non-linear. Oh, well, I mean, it wasn't. So. Yeah, I know. And, and I think it's great that they keep remaking these games because they're constantly improving the technology there's always a slightly new spin on it but I'm personally done with it so the new Zelda will have to be very special for me to get my attention they've made it into Skyrim (laughs) well I'm also done with Skyrim no Uh, Sam you obviously haven't been jaded by uh, Zelda like Steve has because you don't remember the 80s I'm not interested in Zelda I found that to be the least interesting one oh no what was the most interesting one probably Yoshi's Woolly World because I like Yoshi and (sighs) Wool Woolly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I get it. Get it. Um, And there was no Advance Wars and no FCO, so what's the point? Although that new um, Intelligent Systems game looks good, doesn't it? It's not Advance Wars. Okay, sorry. So who won E3 then, Anne? Uh, Nintendo. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) The same person, same people won E3 as win E3 everywhere, which is everyone who gets through without saying won E3. <laughs> Once again, we lost.
One Life Left, Resonance 104.4 FM, the greatest radio station in the world and the oldest video game radio show in the world too. This is Nitro Pulse Intergalactic Invention. Anne. Hiya. How are you doing? Yeah, I just wanted to cough then. That's why I looked a bit funny. (laughs) (laughs) You know, after eight years, I thought, it's amazing. I can read read instantly. She's going to say something. She's going to say something. This is going to be the perspicacious moment of the show turns out just the cough she's had a little cough did you do it no I didn't I'm going to save it until can you just put my mic down quickly uh okay (laughs) done thanks Excellent. So, uh, we're one left left to talk about video games. We've done E3, we've done up, down, left, right, we've done the news, we've had our local news speech, we've played some chip tunes, we've talked to Sam. What else is left to do? I think you know, Steve. I literally don't. Come on, Steve. <laughs> Play the jingle. Thank you, it's reviews. It's time for the reviews section. Okay, who wants to start? Simon, what have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing Rival Knights on Android and iOS, which is a game in which you are a knight and you must joust against other knights. Okay. Uh, it reminds me of um, a section of a very old game, back in the 80s, Sam it was, or maybe actually 90s, uh, <laughs> Defender of the Crown, uh, which was an old Cinemaware game. Um, uh, this cuts out the the other bits um, and just distills it down to men fighting each other with massive sticks on horseback. Uh, and it makes it quite a simple game. So you uh, you have to get a good start like you're doing racing games yeah. and then you have to tap in rhythm as your horse gallops and then as you approach the rival knight you need to move your um, lance somewhere your jousting, jousting stick, stick? No. Jousting, yeah lance, lance. Yeah. lance um, towards the spot um the, the weak spot on your rival uh, night and uh, uh, your total score for how well you've done in the good start, speed and accuracy is combined. And if you beat the, your opponent, he falls off and oh, you, no. you move on. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah hooray. Sorry, I just felt bad that someone no. might fall off a horse. That's really their job. Hurt. That's their job. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's good. It looks lovely. It's much. Um, yeah, the, the, the graphics are pretty spectacular. For what was it on? iOS and Android. Oh. Um, it's, How much was it? It's free to play, would you believe? No. Yeah. All the best games are, Exactly, here. but this one doesn't have loads of intrusive adverts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can buy th- you can buy things in it, so to Ooh. make your horse a hat. <laughs> you buy hats and and yeah, actual hat helmets. I think they I think they're called helmets in this in but this game. But that would change Essentially the game. Hats. It would change the game. Yeah, though. I mean, if not not wearing, just furious. If you're wearing a helmet, yeah, um, it might save you, you buy other stuff. Yeah, it's good. Um, yeah, I'm enjoying it. Uh, be playing short bursts. Please to pick up. I'm doing okay. Not spent any money yet. They've not made any advertising revenue. I believe I'm doing better than them. <laughs> <laughs> Seven out of ten. Do you make money advertising revenue for people accidentally clicking on your adverts, or do they have to stay on the link for a certain length I don't of time? know. I don't know. I'm, I'm slightly concerned that AdMob says estimated earnings this month. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to go to the end of the month and go, ha you know that eight quid you thought you were going to get? <laughs> so, yeah, we shall None see. What have you been playing, Anne? Uh, I've been playing Super Gravitron, uh, which is a new game by Terry Kavanagh. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's good. You're a little man who jumps up and down from floor to ceiling, um, and then these blocks come at you in formation. And all you can do is uh, you can move left, or you can move you can move your jumping self left, or your jumping self right. And you have to try and avoid it. And it's another one of those games where if you get past four seconds, you're winning. <laughs> I got an increase in my time of 0.24 seconds, and I was like, I have won. Excellent. Um, obviously, I haven't even got to the first trophy point which is five seconds um i'm why am i so bad at these games why aren't they easier sam why aren't they easier your game is kind of uh, similar to this i don't know that's that's my answer fair enough i mean it's good though isn't it it's good to start again really really quick and then the one time that you do get a little bit better oh it feels brilliant see sam said i don't know but his eyes said the game isn't the problem <laughs> sam good, though. what have you been playing both hearthstone and animal crossing at the same time what, what? animal stone half crossing uh, half crossing yes because animal crossing is on the 3ds the new leaf one so i can play that at my computer desk so you're still playing that 
I am still playing that. Well, I stopped playing that. Okay. For six months, and I've come back, and all my villagers really hate me because I left them alone for six months. And and, and what had they done for you to leave them for six months? Um, well, my house is going to be built, and now I've come back, and my house is built. Excellent. So I've enjoyed okay. making my house look nice. Good news. And Hearthstone? I've come back to Hearthstone. People seem to be going off Hearthstone a little bit now, these days. Is that right? Is that an opinion you share? No. Still not, love it? Not at all. People it's, have been getting... I mean, really I don't play, fun. but people have been saying that the mages are too powerful or something. Well, is, enough, is that language... Are they words that mean stuff to you? <laughs> I play a mage most Do you? of the time. Okay, so, so you're the problem. I am the problem. <laughs> <laughs> you are the pain. Right, uh, what scores are you going to give them? Um, 7 out of 10 and 7 out of okay. 10. Well, Seems reasonable. Seems fair. At the same time. I've been having a bit of a retro week. Oh, yeah. Go revisiting Back to the old 80s. <laughs> Not that far, Anne. <laughs> revisiting old titles that, uh, that I have played. Sometimes deliberately, sometimes... Accent three games. Okay. Hoplite, because I can't stop playing it. Reviewed mm-hmm. that a few weeks ago on the show. Yeah. Uh, seven out of ten. Have you played Hoplite, Sam? Yes, because I think you recommended it earlier. What did you think? I thought it was fun. Okay. Good news. <laughs> was that a genuine internal size. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> Alright, um, Pixel Junk Shooter has just been re-released oh, on Vita and PS4. Yes. Uh, phenomenal game, really, really enjoy it. Is it good on the Vita? Uh, I've been playing it on PS4, okay. cute games. I imagine you've played it for free because you get it for free of PlayStation Plus. That's entirely correct. But I did buy it on PS3, so, you know... if You yeah. back off! Yeah, alright. Alright. <laughs> uh, so it's, but it's it's a great game. It feels good. It's a simple game, and it's got cute. Uh, I guess you call them physics mechanics in there too, with fluid, fluid mechanics. And co-op. And co-op as well. It's my review, not yours. Back off. <laughs> Seven out of ten as well. And the other one I've been playing, TCAV's The Letter V Six Times came out oh, on Android yeah. and iOS. Uh, it's obviously it's a solid 7 out of 10 game don't need to go into that what I would like to tell you is there's a bit in it that's so difficult that I, I uh, brought it up with Terry I saw him the other week and I was like yeah there's a bit I just wonder what the sort of trick is because it's like it implies there's a trick the trick is you've just got to be better at the game right, excellent. as he showed me a little bit drunk in a park on his Android device right. just whizzing through it going you need to just do this so it turns what's out his, what's his up down left right score though Steve ask him that next time you see him uh, well maybe we should get Sam to ask him oh wait he's ignoring you his space pants score is terrible <laughs> it is I'm better than him at space pants aren't I interesting and I'm awful at it <laughs> okay that's the review section isn't it we've it barely is. got time for music I guess we'll just fade down the theme um should talk about Thursday hashtag hashtag Thursday Thursday Sam what are you doing uh, Thursday night I am probably going to be sleeping okay Good, because you wouldn't be allowed in the pub anyway. I don't, I don't <laughs> believe. Not. Only it's people. actually Game City Nights in Nottingham on oh, Thursday. Oh, there is a point for you being here. <laughs> are you going up against oh. us as well? Are you? Well, not this only is about in, the Radius Festival in Nottingham, and we'll be playing Hashtag Dungeon. Yes. Excellent. And uh, the space uh, uh, space team tournament. <gasps> I'm genuinely oh. sorry I asked you what you were doing on Why Thursday do we because keep bringing people exactly to launch uh, against us. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Well, Ridiculous. we hope that goes. Actually, you're in Nottingham. I think, you know, that's far enough for us to... Yeah, you'd have to take a train journey to, to get there. And we actually, we should talk to you about Game City soon. Shouldn't we? Yeah. You, do you want to come back next week? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> talk to you about that. You can come on your own or you can bring your partner in crime, maybe. Who knows? Bring Sam again. Uh, yes, but we are doing uh, video game karaoke 7 o'clock. Is that what time we're starting? I think we're going to try and start at Early. 7 o'clock. Yep. We're going to do three quarters of an hour of karaoke, yes. then watch the footy. Watch some football match. together. Footy. Exactly. The footy. <laughs> and then we're going to sing some football teams, at least two football teams, one of which, uh, sorry. Football songs. Football songs. Yeah. I sing football teams as well. <laughs> Uh, sing some football songs at half time and then watch the rest of the game we're going to have some banter some banter so do come along we're at the loading bar in Dolston stroke Shoreditch Shoreditch. High Street (laughs) somewhere that's too cool for us yes Uh, from 7 o'clock Stoke Newington see you there Mm. Sam thanks so much for coming in good luck with what you do next okay Jonathan (laughs) thanks for bringing him in you're very welcome it's been a great pleasure we'll we'll see you next week yeah to the rest of you thank you for listening Uh, But until next week, we have been One Life Left. Goodbye! Goodbye!